0: Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen? Mertland. Listen,
1: right before this podcast, I want these people to know this, Monica. (laughs) Monica tried to throw me off my game. Huh?
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I know no other way to beat you except to put a mustache on. That's it. So what is that? What was
1: that creepy thing that really So there's scared? a setting
0: in in Zoom and since we record these, um there's a setting in Zoom that you can go and you can put eyebrows on or a mustache goatee and then you can also put on lipstick.
1: <laughs> I don't like it. It reminded me of you had that mustache on like that scary movie where they like wear the masks and it's what was that yeah. movie? I don't know. Anyway, so disturbing. How are we-
0: what about this? Do you like like this mustache? Like yeah, I like weird. that one. If you're not watching this on Zoom right now, I mean, <laughs> on, on YouTube, on YouTube <laughs> you might want to go over it because I did just put on um, some gear. Show some them the gear. other one. I think, I, I think I'll do. No, I'm not showing <laughs> the other one. <laughs> I'll post. All right. All right. All Listen, right. let's all get right. down to business. We've got a really good topic here today, and I'm so happy you guys are all listening. We love and appreciate you. And except for be- Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to name someone. I was like, uh uh-oh, we're going to be in trouble again. All right. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this statement. Buyer's remorse, now what? No, that's a question. Buyer's remorse, now what?
1: (laughs) On Grammar 101, we're going (laughs) to discuss situations.
0: Is a question mark. This is
2: easy.
1: Do listings. Okay,
0: listen. Listen.
1: I'm here. I hear you.
0: We're not here to talk about what, what do you do next? We're here to talk about what do you do in the moment? You regret your that says, hey, you
1: took on a I, buyer and that, you know, you <laughs> need to be focusing on listings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I
0: know you are. I know you are. <laughs> this is a major problem right now. We've got a lot of buyers remorse happening because buyers are made to make decisions. So quickly, big, big decisions so quickly.
1: It's too much. I mean, sometimes it's only like five or 10 minutes. You're in the house. Sometimes there's other people in there. You can't really see stuff. Like you just feel, they're feeling like overwhelmed. But I think like truly this begins before you show houses, right? This is during the buyer Mm -hmm. consultation. And when you (laughs) sign the buyer agreement where they have Mm -hmm. asked you and committed to you working for them. They have agreed to that. You start there and say, Hey, look, you're going to freak out in this process. It'll be the longest 60 days of your life or whatever it is. Right. And you're going to freak out so that when they do freak out, be like, remember, remember when we talked about you freaking out, welcome to your freak out.
0: I know you hate it, but you just set expectations. I hate that word. Yeah. Okay. But the new word is Future pace. You're going to future, future pace, pace with your buyers. Future pace.
1: What? future pace sounds like the
0: Jetsons. Future pace. <laughs> sounds like you're going fast. You're going to go through all the emotions all, all at once. You're oh. going to think you made the wrong decision, you're going to cry, you're going to laugh, you're going to pull your hair out. All really pace. all that will
1: happen in 5 minutes. Like you're going to feel all the feels, all of them.
0: All mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea that we talk to Uh, the buyers ahead of time about what's likely and so that when it happens we can say remember we talked about this this is very normal where you are is very normal did you just say that i was
1: right i couldn't
0: hear you um Uh, i think we're breaking up i'm sorry what What i got a bad connection (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay but really now okay sure would have been a good idea but i didn't do that and now my buyer is calling me in tears because they don't know if this is their house and they're knee deep they paid for a 550 and fifty dollar inspection they have three thousand dollars on the line new
1: phone who it is I'm just, <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> I'm
0: like, what do you do? <laughs> oh my God, you're stressing me out today. <laughs> you're stressing me out. Okay, but let's play this out. Ring, ring. I'm your client that's freaking out. I've just told you I'm freaking out. Now, what do you say?
1: I'd say, Monica. Well, it depends on who you are. I'd say, Monica. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You're upset. Mm-hmm. You're afraid you made a bad decision. Is that right?
0: No, I know we made a bad decision. Monica. <laughs> I want out take a deep went out. Okay.
1: Now you're living in your parents' basement, right? Yes. I don't know. I mean, right. You go, basically what Um, I'm trying to say is like, you go back to their motivation. You speak mm -hmm. calmly, like this is your job. Most I've seen so many agents get in their own way, but it can be, it can be easy mm -hmm. and it is your job. But in order to take them back to their motivation, you have to know it. And you know, where you find out,
0: the buyer consult. Oh Lord, here we are again. Back to the buyer I'm consult. Sorry,
1: it's true. I don't know. You tell me. What do you yeah. say?
0: Um, I uh, I agree with the calm voice of reason. Remember, this is why you hired me. I'm I'm this person for you. I'm supposed to be helping you through this. Yeah. I think yeah. the only bit of advice I'd give is before I would say, you know, now hold on, let's slow things down. I I think you take the first barrier down because if you if they're trying to tell you they went out and you are pushing back on that, you're going to yeah. create a, a sense a of resistance. like, okay, yeah, yeah, resistance. So the first thing I say is, listen, we can 100% get yeah. out of this contract. Like, sure, no problem. Contract. Like, yeah. you got to let them know you're good with that. Yeah. That lowers down their resistance. And mm-hmm. then you say, now let's talk through this. But yeah. yes, if this is what you decide at the end of this conversation. Not a tomorrow, problem. We're going to do it. I will yep. lead you there you yep. got to say that to them. Otherwise you're against them, right? No, I agree
1: with you. You got to be on the same side of the table and, so, and you have to know your client, mm-hmm. right? So some people, yep. this can be over the phone. Some people it's like, let's talk in the morning. Some people it's like, let's go grab a drink. You know what I mean? Like it can be mm-hmm. like, you just, you have to know them well enough to know what's going to help. Mm-hmm. I mean, we actually had, we were helping an agent and while she was on vacation and that was her mistake, but she, we had a car. <laughs> Letting you help. Yes. Oh, that she was she knows who she is. We'll give her a shout out. Hey, yeah. hey girl. Hey. hey. Anyway, hey. she um had a client that did this exact same thing. And I was like, okay, I did exactly like what you said. Like, okay, it's not a problem. But like, let's take a look at our options here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know that this sucks, right? Like, duh, mm-hmm. we've been talking about mm-hmm. it. Like, this sucks, but like you have to decide really what it is, what do you want? Let's mm-hmm. go through it. And it's like you go through the options. And then it's like, okay, now you're the only one that knows what's best for you. What do you, and what's best for your family? So like, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? And you, if you yeah. need to sleep on it, that's cool. Like, let's talk in the morning. She was like, okay. Yeah. And then next day she was fine. A miracle. Because sleeping it is, on it. It's emotional. Yeah. Like stepping yeah. away from it. And then, then look, and to your point you really, as the agent, really, really, really have to be okay if they want to get out of it, you have got to be okay. Yeah, but I don't want to smell your commission breath all the way from Ohio.
0: You know what I mean? Correct, yep, unattached to the outcome. And I've used that phrase a lot with clients. I am, I said, not outcome, but I am unattached to your decision. I'm just here to execute on it and support you. But I also know this you know, and all the things that we learned during the consultation, you bring that back. Like you said, I know that, you know, you don't want to live in your parents' basement anymore. I know this, I know this. Um, I know one time time you talked about,
1: um, and I think this is a funny idea. You talked about like an emotional
0: bingo. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right. We should play it with clients. Give them a card. Here are all the emotions you're going to go through. Check them off. If you get them in a line, I will be giving you a $25 gift card to Starbucks. (laughs) bingo <laughs> bingo i like
1: it i like it all the oh my god wheels.
0: jeez so when they call you with regret you say get out your bingo card yeah, bingo let's card. look if it's on there oh hey oh, regret it's, on. it's in the center <gasps> or like oh i'm so sorry that square's already
1: full you have to choose another emotion <laughs> that's right what else let's you got? choose excitement
0: <laughs> uh you know i had a client once i worked with um now you're gonna have a heart attack when i say this but Great. Right. I worked with her for probably on and off for two years. I'm you know, they you. Were, mute. you. I know, mute. I know. Mute. Listen, it was a special situation. Okay. And they wanted That's because you're a concierge, good. realtor. Everything's
1: Correct. a special situation.
0: Correct. So. And they wanted something very specific. And so we found it. All right. And this was freaking like if right. there were 20 boxes, she needed to check this had 19 and it was the only time we'd ever had that. So Ever it was
1: in heck. realtor life has that happened? That's right. And yes. this was
0: long before the environment that's going on right now. So it was very traditional. We, you know, made an offer, whatever. She freaked out. And I woke up on a Saturday morning to a dissertation in an oh. email that was like her trying to do a comparative analysis through the auditor's site of all these pages. And she was trying to do mathematical equations. She's a super oh. high, like analytic. Hmm. And I, lost it. It was a moment that I'm not proud of, but I, I got my laptop out and I fired back an email. I said, this is your house. Yeah. This is why it's your house. You've wanted this. You've wanted this. You've wanted this. You're just freaking out and I won't let you. This is your house. Yes. And I hit send without thinking. And I'm glad I did because had I thought I would have never sent that to her. Yeah. But when she got it, she sent back you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but I kind of knew her because we've known each other for two years working on this. So you're right when you said you got to know your client. Yeah. I knew that she was just in analytic freak out mode. Well, and, and those people,
1: like when they're stressed, they go very, very far over the line to, to that
0: mm-hmm. analytic, right? Yeah, but, they do.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's yep. too much, but I think warning them and just explaining like, you're going to freak out, will, I mean, that solves a lot of problems. It will. But you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about, like we talked about, you can't be attached. It's very hard to Mm -hmm. detach yourself and help somebody else when that person is 20, maybe 50% of your income, right? Because you Mm -hmm. have a family to feed too. And if Mm -hmm. it's between you and your client, you're going to choose you. But this mm-hmm. is why it's so important to generate leads, like generate leads, mm-hmm. know know how you generate leads so that you can help your clients better.
0: 100%. I love this because if you had a pipeline of 10 pendings and some listings coming up and one of them was falling through, would you feel differently than if that was your only freaking you would react differently
1: and your words would be different right you're like no problem and people know when they're when you're lying to them and maybe if you don't you're not like really lying they know when you really are sincere and mean it right and the only way you can do that is if your needs are met first like put the mask on yourself before you put it on them and the only Mm -hmm. way you can do that is if you generate leads and you're not you have
0: the pipeline mm -mm. Mm -mm.
1: why don't um should we take a break yeah let's do for a second and i think when we come back well let's hear from our favorite partners of course but when we come back let's talk about what happens if if it's after they buy the house
0: (laughs) that's easy
1: (laughs) if you're like me then what you need right now is great leads My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to PipelineProTools.com slash FightClub Book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for. And then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's PipelineProTools.com slash Fight Club. Are you where exactly you want to be in your business and in your life? Chances are you're probably not. So you've been thinking about coaching. You know that in order to get you where you wanna go, from where you currently are, you're going to need help. You need accountability, you need clarity, you need processes, you need systems, you need people. That is what a coach does. And I know you've been thinking about coaching but you're scared to take the leap and I totally get it. So Monica and I were talking and we are going to give you a taste of coaching with my coach, Coach John Kitchens. So Monica and I are going to pay for the first 60 days with him, which your life will be completely different in the next 60 days. Go to trial.coachcode.com. There's a section for sponsor, put Fight Club in that section. Monica and I will pay for the first 60 days and all you have to do is show up. Go to trial.coachcode.com and enter Fight Club.
0: Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring and we'll close it out with our final round. But, Jen, you had a question before we went to our sponsors. Our yeah, partners. but
1: first, I want to remind everybody that Monica said that I was right about a minute and a half in.
0: Well, you know, even a blind squirrel. <laughs> oh, Lord. Born every once in a while. Is that the expression? Squirrels? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut? I don't know. Oh, my God. Is it? We what just is went it? and laughed again let's calm down calm down
1: it is that that is it's blind mice find cheese i have
0: never heard that in my life it's a blind squirrel Listen, finds a nut or please finds an go acorn.
1: to real estate fight club podcast on either youtube instagram or facebook and are you team monica which is squirrels and acorns and nuts and nuts or are you team Martland, which is mice and cheese please vote now Okay. Monica. So now they've, they've closed on the house. They have buyer's remorse. What do you do?
0: I am going to just offer up listening, I suppose, because there's nothing to do about it. Like
1: we used to do, like, if something happened, like within, I forget how long it was. I want to say it was like, it might even have been a year. Like a rescission. Yeah. Like they actually hated it and it wasn't, they didn't like get moved or like, Only if they like, we would resell it, but we wouldn't, we would only charge like the buyer, uh, we would, the buyer agent commission. We wouldn't charge.
0: Oh, you would offer this. If somebody moved in, didn't like it, you'd say, all right, we'll sell it for free. Basically just the 3% to the other side. Pretty much. Yeah. Why should you have to now this sounds like something I would do and you would call me super stupid. Yeah. Well, nobody ever.
1: I don't know. I think it was like one of those things where you have these guarantees that nobody actually ever uses. Right. But they yeah, feel okay. better that you've offered it because yeah. it
0: doesn't happen. I say, so sorry, Charlie. I mean, yeah, of luck,
1: you don't, you, say own, that. It. you own it. You bought well, it. <laughs> look, so there have been times I remember working with this client and like, you know, you have those clients where you're like, dude, you should not buy a house right? Like Mm -hmm. you are not prepared to take care of a house. Mm -hmm. And they just like, they are not listening. You're like, okay. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, okay. So Mm -hmm. like literally within that first week, he must call me 14 times. Like this is happening. What do I do? This is happening. What do I do? I'm like, (laughs) okay, take a breath. You have a warranty. I am your realtor. I do not fix things you have a warranty company. You need to call them. You have insurance. Oh you need to call them. You need to, you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. If you are unclear about what those people do, you need to ask them, what do I do? How do I call you? But let me tell mm-hmm. you, it's not me.
0: I think I would have generated my next lead right there. I've been like, you know what? Let's sell it.
1: No, Let's just. Sell I it. was pretty tapped out.
0: <laughs> you didn't want to deal with this person again. No. Oh man. I honestly in, uh, at the time of this recording, I'm 19 years in or so almost 20 years. I've never had somebody call with regret after the sale. Really? Maybe they haven't called, didn't call me, they but I'm saying i def- you maybe I've never had the call though.
1: I imagine that you attract clients that are also similar to you, which means they would be upset if they hurt your feelings and they would think that that would hurt your
0: feelings. Maybe, maybe I, don't I did know. have somebody back out just actually in the last month of a contract due to freaking out yeah. and they gave up yeah. their earnest money because guys, that's the other thing is you have to guide them through the consequences, not right. only. Is it the terms of the contract with giving up the earnest money? Yeah. But you have to, um, they had to understand, I had to explain to them that you are subject to being exposed for damages and damages includes if they have to take less money, if they lose their deposit on their new house, like you're opening yourself up because you're in a contract right now.
1: Well, and so we do a version of that, but we shorten it. We say you're in a contract. You should call your attorney.
0: Ooh. And and then they stop. Yep. Yep. Yes, because when they call their
1: attorney, their attorney's like, "This is dumb. You're in a contract. Right? Too bad.
0: Don't screw it up." And then I let
1: the attorney do the thing. So, like, I, you know, like, hey, yeah, I'm not an attorney. I'm your realtor.
0: You said you want. I think that's really good advice. Like, okay, since you're in a contract, you probably should consult an attorney before. Yeah, that's the
1: fact. Actually, we are not. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. That's right. Oh my god, that's great
1: times. One podcast. We're done. Goodbye. No,
0: (laughs) this is a win. Yeah, click. Good night. Night, All right, goodbye. guys. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. I can only say you're right so many times. All the so times
1: we're turning a corner, Monica. No,
0: this will be it for 2022. Well, trust see. me. Uh, <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and share it. Go to our Facebook podcast page, which is Real Estate Fight Club Podcast. Go to Instagram, Real Estate Fight Club Podcast. Go to YouTube. All the, places, all the places and, um, subscribe and, and share it. We yes. really appreciate you doing that.
1: And please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this oh, podcast. That would be that. really helpful to us. Um, and if you're interested in partnering with me and Monica, we are always looking for great partners. Feel free to give me a call. Yes. At 513-400-1691. And if you just prefer to talk to Monica and not me, just text Monica to that. Yes. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. All right. Don't be scared. All right. Bye, Monica. (laughs) See you next time. All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Peter Michael. Hey, Peter.
2: Hey, Jen. How are you?
1: Good. I appreciate you being on. So you are not only the co-host of Elite Agent Secrets podcast, but you are an agent and in your first hundred days earned six figures, mostly with buyers, right?
2: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It, it was a fun and interesting time.
1: That's <laughs> why I think you're the perfect person to answer this question. So, you did a lot of transactions, short amount of time, mostly buyers. Surely you had some buyers that had some buyer remorse.
2: Yes. And no matter how much you prepare yourself for it, you're always going to have it. It's
1: devastating. <laughs> <laughs> How do you how do you like navigate it like what do you what do you do when they're like because they're inevitably going to freak out right like it's one mm-hmm. of the steps like it's happening.
2: So yeah. what do you do? So I actually start before the buyer's remorse kicks in right And yeah. no matter how much you prepare them for it, like I tell them like, hey, Things are going to move rather quickly when you get in your car and you're trying to get to your destination, you can't see the whole road. You only see it, you know, what is it? hundred right. feet, 150 feet in front of you. Right. I know what the end of the destination looks like. And end of the road looks like, don't worry. There's this thing called buyer's remorse. They're like, Oh, oh God. we're going to get buyer's remorse. We're going to absolutely love the house. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have me write an offer. It's going to get accepted. And before you know it, you're sending your earnest money deposit and you're debating, deliberating whether you're going to actually send it. So let's talk about it now. So one of the things that I like talking about is what they're going to feel, what it's going to look like, what are the early signs and for them to make sure that they pick up the phone and call me. I don't want to be missing the deposit, right? So
1: are you saying this like during the buyer consultation?
2: I am. I'm literally saying this like, hey, here's step one. Here's what's gonna happen. Here's yeah. step two. Oh, and by the way, after we put a contract in, you make it a little bit of buyer remorse. They're like, nice. oh, what's that? Well, that's when your guilt kicks in, and you just realize you're about to spend four hundred or five hundred thousand dollars and buy one of the biggest assets or liabilities, if yes. not done right, in your life. But don't worry, I've been there. I've dealt with this. We're going to do this together. Just pick up the phone and call me.
1: I like that idea of like addressing it. Right. Because then I, I feel like by you saying that
2: mm-hmm. it
1: kind of like lessens. because when they ha- when it happens to them, they're like, do they remember like, oh, yeah, Peter Michael said that that was going to happen to me.
2: Absolutely, and I always like to have the spouses or whoever's gonna be involved in the buying process all at the same time with me on that call because they're gonna also hold each other accountable. So that would be like my tip number two is like hold the other person accountable and let them know that they're not gonna be in it alone.
1: Right, right. Right?
2: So then when one is having a buyer's remorse, the other one's still excited, it kind of offsets that whole feeling.
1: Right, only talk to the one that's excited, completely ignore the, no, I'm just kidding that's my tip recipe
2: for success on that one right exactly
1: exactly (laughs) and and how are you like can you share with us some of the words that you're saying to like pull them through like you've already warned them you gave them the signs it happened and now it's happening how do you pull them through or I mean I'm sure there's been times when it's like okay well I mean we'll just cancel right like I don't know
2: I've, I've had, I haven't had that happen yet. I've come very, very close to it, but it also comes down to me knowing my clients, right? Yeah. Or if you're working with somebody, knowing the person, are they more logical? Mm-hmm. Are they more emotional? And mm-hmm. which side do you need to appeal to more? That's right? a good,
1: yeah. And you find that out through the process, but also in the buyer consultation.
2: Absolutely. Actually,
1: what something we fight about the most? And I'm, I'm trying to, I feel like you're on my side on this, but I want to find out. Do you do a buyer agency agreement?
2: Nine out of 10 Peter. times. Uh, nine out of 10 times I do.
1: Oh, you do? You waited so long. My heart stopped. I do. I almost had also- remorse asking you.
2: <laughs> no, and I also feel it out because I look at the buyer agency agreement as a way to protect our income, but also another micro commitment in the process from yeah. whoever we're working with mm-hmm. to make sure that we are allocating the time that is required and that we have the buy-in from the other side because there's no doubt we have the buy-in, right? This is yeah. this is our this is our this is how we earn a living. Right. So if we don't have the buyer agency agreement, we run into the risk of being essentially Cheated on. Yep. But the way I, but I also, the way I look at this is when I approach my buyer consultations, I say, Hey, listen, I'm not going to be just your agent. Just your agent was probably the guy down the street that you fired. I'm looking to be a real estate advisor and specialist. You're in a driver's seat. I'm going to be your co pilot.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: going to tell you the good and the bad mm-hmm. and the things that are going to try to come and knock us off our, you know, off yeah. our, off our focus. right. Right. Buyer agreement is part of that because it allows us to build the relationship and understand that you have the buy-in from me. I have to buy in from you. You have my undivided attention just from me and my team.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not fair if I skip this out. And I, and I do BAAs for friends, family, everyone, and strangers, everyone. Please, everyone, no exceptions to that rule. I love it. The, so, so I, it just depends on when I get it. It's like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, by the way, here's buyer's agreement, like right out the gate. Yeah. I want to see if the clients are right fit for me. If I have to go and I meet them at the property, first of all, they're already pre-approved so I'm meeting them at the property. So that's right. like my first buy-in I say, Hey, listen, you know, for our file to be compliant or, you know, because my brokerage requires it or whatever excuse you need to make up to get it, to feel comfortable, do it and use it, but ultimately get that buy-in you you'll be able to gauge where the person is and how exactly. serious.
1: Exactly. So, okay. Any um final thoughts on buyer's remorse or any like tidbits that you've learned to help get people through that without the agent, without us, the agents getting like having our emotions kind of like out of control with theirs.
2: Absolutely. Is setting like a, I don't know if equilibrium line would be the right word, but like a like a base level of what what the expectations are, mm-hmm. because if you know what the base level of expectations are, like for example, because I said the expectations for my clients and I tell them what the next step is. So I say, hey, listen, you're going to go ahead sign the contract. I'm going to submit it. It's going to be probably 24 to 48 hours before your buyer's remorse kicks in, and that's probably about 24 hours before the deposit is due. Right. I don't want you to wait that long. Let's get the deposit done and over with. You love yeah. this and I, and I build that emotional, you know, support, say, call me. I always tell my clients, I only have two rules. One of those rules is if I speak too fast, English is not my first language. So I do have an accent. And if you don't understand it, ask me to clarify. And the second rule is ask questions. And I don't care if I answer them 50 million times. The only dumb questions are the ones that are not being asked. Right. So if you, if you are regretting, you know, putting in an offer in this house, I need to know why. Yeah. and let's go back to why you started looking in the first place like right. what's going to happen if not this house right. right if we were blessed as a buyer in this market to get a property that was accepted and i know well
1: that's true yeah
2: we do not want to be going through this emotional roller coaster and frustration again do we no. Great. Right. What does your life look like if we don't proceed with this house?
1: I feel like you Can had just, a sales background before you became a real estate agent. Okay. Does it show? Yes. How? Because there's a lot of agents that don't, right? You are a type of person you're not afraid to ask the tough questions. And you mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like you don't have commission breath, right? But for mm-hmm. most agents, they're doing five or 10 deals a year. So if you're only doing five deals a year, this client, this person, your friend represents 20% of your annual income. Mm -hmm. Very difficult not to be emotionally attached to that. So how, what can you offer by way of getting people over the hurdle and going ahead and pushing through and asking the questions like you're asking, like, what are we going to do if we don't get this house? Why did we buy this house in the first place? Like, you're not afraid that they're going to fire you. No, a lot of agents are.
2: But I'll tell you why I'm not afraid, Jen, is because I don't come from the place, like you said, commission breath, even though stuff may be hard circumstances, we may be down on our luck, right? Maybe yeah. we just had four deals pass through, yeah. but I come from a different place. I come from the contribution and the value place. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I'm going to push and force this agent, it's not a matter of if this transaction falls apart, it's a matter of when.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. So
2: if if I sacrifice just this one transaction because it's in my best interest and I forgot the best interest of my clients, Mm -hmm. then what happens after that? Right. A lot of agents rely on referrals. Yeah. Okay. If you don't do right by your client, are you going to get referrals? Nope. Not right. Mm -hmm. So I'm always playing the long term game. There's never a shortage of clients. It just comes to your mindset and whether you have a scarcity mindset or your abundance mindset, like you can go out and get business tomorrow. The question is, will you put in the work and take the action that's required to do it? Do the damn work, people. Do the damn work, right? (laughs) Right. So for any new agent that's listening, or like you're saying, the ones that represent 20%, first of all, your business is messed up. If one client represents 20% of your annual income, we have to have a chat. You better listen to this podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because something is terribly wrong because there, one client should not be that much of a significant portion of your annual income, unless you're in the million-dollar luxury listings. Well, if you reach that type of or level. There are some
1: circumstances, right? Like if you're doing yeah. all of that in like the first, in like a month, right? Or like whatever. But yeah, uh, agreed, in general, okay.
2: It's, it's just perspective, right? So, it is. So- I ultimately look at it as when I come from the right place, things are going to fall in line because I'm putting in the work and I'm building, like I would be building a house with a strong foundation. Mm -hmm. So I'm here for years to come. If you're just looking to make a quick buck, this isn't probably for you because you're going to end up making a lot of sacrifices and then they're going to end up in a lot of lawsuits.
1: (laughs) It's true. It's true. Well, Peter, you gave us a lot of good um, stuff to think about. And I would say your team Mertland, which is good, because I don't always get all the wins. So I'm glad you're on my team. And if people you're at EXP in Southeast Florida, if they have a referral for you, what is the best way to get a hold of you?
2: The best way to get a hold of me, I'm very responsive. You can text me. It's 215-758-3202. That's my cell. And that would be probably the best way. If you do want to email me, it's Peter, P T R dot, I'll spell out my last name. It's B as in boy, L-I-C-H-A-R-Z as in zebra at exprealty.com. But I would say text is the best.
1: Okay, and then your podcast is what again?
2: Yes, you can also listen to us at EliteAgentSecrets.com. Well, our podcast is Elite Agent Secrets, but if you go to EliteAgentSecrets.com, that will take you to our podcast. And there's some references for your audience as well.
1: Awesome. Thanks a lot, Peter, Michael. I appreciate you being on. Thank you, Jen. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.